was it Thursday? Uh, Thursday? Today, yeah. Today's Thursday. All right. Happy Thursday. I, I literally have to ask every single day what day it is. <laughs> I have no idea. The least professional show on YouTube. This is Toxic Masculinity. I'm Toxic. She's Masculine. Together we are Toxic Masculinity. And welcome to the show. Definitely Thursday. I know what I'm talking about because I just asked somebody. All right, darling. Yes. This is my darling wife. A lot of people, so occasionally some people don't know this. And they're like, who is that random woman? Uh, uh, somebody said that you, you have the, um, that like, stoic gaze. They called it a stoic gaze. They said uh, stoic means, um, like, expressionless. I thought my expression was like poker face. Poker face? Yeah, you can call it poker, poker face. face. But uh, stoic gaze. Somebody, I think this was a Russian guy or something. And he goes, oh, yes, the Slavic, the, the stoic gaze of the Slavic woman. And uh, he, he's like, I, I know that that look well. <laughs> and uh, he, I was like, you understand, man. You understand. Well, it is what it is. I was born this way. Okay, guys? <laughs> I was born this way. That's right. That's right. Uh, just like me being a conservative. You know, I was thinking about the other day, or, or maybe it was this morning. I don't remember. But um, Democrats like to like to disenfranchise groups, I've, de I've decided. Right, so it used to be because because they always complain about the history of the United States suppressing the black vote and you know creating a segregated uh, schools and segregated everything, and but it was the, them that did it. It was Democrats that did all that sort of thing, right? It was Democrats that enslaved black people. It was Democrats that suppressed votes. It was Democrats that segregated schools, did all that sort of stuff, and now they're engaged in cancel culture. Now they're engaged in cancel culture. So they've just moved on from this group they don't like. They've moved on to other groups they don't like. Oh, you're somebody that said something that I don't like? You don't, you don't think trans is normal? Well, then you're canceled. You're, you voted for Trump? Then you're canceled. You walked into the Capitol building? There was an interview the other day with the, the, um, the shaman, the Trump, the MAGA shaman that went into the Capitol. Um, who, somebody calls him the Chewbacca. <laughs> this thing is Tucker. Uh, yeah, the Wookiee. Anyway, the Wookiee. And uh, they, somebody did an interview with his mom, and his mom was saying, like, look, I don't think, you know, I don't think he really did anything wrong because the doors were open. The police were ushering them in. They, it, it, they seemed to be inviting them in even, right? And so when you walk through a door that somebody seems to be inviting you into or ushering you into, I don't understand how that's... It was a trap. It, it was a trap. Would you walk in or not? Yeah, it was a trap. It was a trap. It, it's, you know, like this is akin to somebody inviting you over for dinner and then you come to their house for dinner and then the next day they charge you for trespassing. Yeah. And you get, you get sued for trespassing on their property. It doesn't make any sense. Like, okay, certainly some of the people who broke down barriers and broken windows and stuff like that, you know, they could certainly be charged for destruction of property or breaking and entry. Yeah, and then you'll find out they are um, Antifa. <laughs> Easy piece. Some of them were Antifa, but some of them were, in fact, I don't believe patriots. That. I don't believe I, that. I know that. I know that some of them were. Well, look at Ashley Babbitt. 
But see, the thing is, I don't know if Ashley Babbitt broke anything or she just exactly she just walked in. But obviously, something she broke did, out that window. She did that not she was broke going that through. window that she jumped in. She didn't break the window. That's true. She did jump through it, but she she certainly wasn't walking through a door that was open and and she was being ushered through by police. But the police that were there weren't they they didn't seem to be doing anything to stop them. You know, in fact, there was a moment when you can actually see in the video that they're standing in front of the doors. And then they just move out of the way. And they're like, you know, they don't say, go ahead and break the windows, but they just kind of go, all right, I guess we, this is happening. We already got the super chat. Oh, we already got a super chat. You want to you wanna read it? Yeah, MJ Jackson. My English professor would not let me write against critical race theory. Hashtag the GFK report. Uh, I don't understand what you just said, so I'm going to have to look As at usual. Stuff. Let's see. My English professor would not let me write against critical race theory. Yeah, this is a problem in colleges. I mean, uh, when I was in college, I got, uh, I failed a, a class. It was, it was a film. It was a film called. It was something like African American, African American representation in American cinema, or something like some like convoluted name. I just called it Blacks in Film, <laughs> because it's it just it was ridiculous. The name. it was one of these pretentious things that professors come up with to title their classes. And this professor was black, but I, I didn't know he was black. He he was very he was very light skinned black, like very light skinned, and he was very uh, old, so his hair was white, mm, mm-hmm. and okay. it was curly. But I I, I thought he was well. How many white. curly people there? Well, some you white people have be... curly hair. Yeah, yeah. So so I I thought he was white actually, and he was just like a woke white person. You know, this is back in like two thousand two or two thousand one or something like that. And um, it must have been, or 2000 even, it might have been 2000. Anyway, so this guy, this guy um, hated me, hated me. In fact, I took a girl to a, an opera once, to the opera. There you go, but your ex is again, guys. I took a girl to the opera, and he was there at the opera. This is outside of class, obviously. And uh, I said, oh, hey, and I shook his hand, and I was like, hey, how you doing here? You know, but he hated me. Like, he, he, we did not get along in class. I would always challenge things that he would say because he had these presumptions about, and it was always about these racial things about how racist America was, and I always challenge him. And the class would listen to me. The class actually believed a lot of what I was saying because it was rational. And so I was splitting the class to some degree. And I, I think that, I actually, to, now that I think back on it, I think that the class was more on my side than they were on his side. Because when you challenge crazy ideas, you usually get a pretty good following of people, you know, reacting positively to you. So I had the whole class kind of on my side, and I think this drove him crazy. So he really, really hated me because I challenged his authority in class. And it wasn't just that I had a disagreement with him. It's just it's that my ideas seemed to win over the class all the time. So I, I ran into him at this um, opera thing, and I had this girl with me, and, and uh, I come to class the next day, and... and um, I came to class a little bit late. I was like maybe five five minutes late. So I get to class a little bit late, and uh, after class, this guy walks walks back with me back to the dorms, and he's like, "Dude, before we got to class, the teacher was just talking a bunch of crap about you." And I was like, "Really? What did he say?" And he's like, "Oh, he said he ran into you at the opera the other day." And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I ran into him at the opera." He says, "Yeah, he was saying, uh, why is he going to the opera? He shouldn't go to the opera, right? Like, like as if." As if only people like him should be allowed to go to the opera, right? He was like, he was so pissed that I went to the opera. 
And then he was, and then he was even more pissed because the girl I was with was very beautiful, right? She was like, and then he was with this girl, and she was like stunning, and like, why is a guy like that got a girl that beautiful? That's ridiculous. Like he was like so mad, and I think he was gay even. I think he was gay even, and it was like, come on, man. Like, I, I don't know. He really hated me, and uh, so he failed me out of that class, even though I did very well in the class. Oh, and one thing, he, I think he wanted to, I think he wanted people to believe I was a racist, but actually my best friend in the class was black and we were always joking together and, and, uh, and stuff and everybody would see that naturally. And so it was hard for him, I think, to la to label me as black convincing or label me as black, label me as, uh, <laughs> that'd be funny, uh, label me as racist and, and, you know, convincingly to the class. And I didn't even know he was black. I didn't know he was black. Right. Anyway. So, um. Until like, I don't know, until like the end of class. So I, I failed that class. And so I had an F in college. I think that was my first F. But he failed me then a second time. I had another class with him the next semester, which I had to take to graduate. And he failed me that class too. And uh, I did all the work. I did it very well, you know. And uh, and uh, I had to go to the head of the English department to, to say, look, this guy doesn't like me and he's unfairly grading me. And uh, she was basically like, well, he has tenure, so we can't do anything. And then she said, but I'll try to, I'll try to, I'll try to work it out. Cause she, she, I had had her for another class. So she knew me personally and she worked it out. But, um, you know, she was like a feminist type, you know, but she was a reasonable person despite being a feminist. She was a reasonable person, I think. Um, but anyway, so, so yeah, so that was an interesting, yeah. Colleges are crazy, man. Colleges are tough. But my brother used to call me when he was in college, this is after I'd graduated and talk about how he would go to battle with his professors. Like his professor would come on, you know, talking about some like lefty thing and he'd go, excuse me. <laughs> and he'd, and he'd like go to, go to war and uh, the whole class would just watch. And he said, some people would get annoyed and they'd be like, John, just let it go. Let it go. John, just let it go. We don't want to be here all day. You know? And he's like, no, I will not let this go. <laughs> and, you know, it was this like 12 round thing always. And, and uh, I loved it. I just, I love those stories. It, we have another super chat. Oh no. Sorry guys. I'm ranting. We haven't even gotten to the news yet. All from right. Same, from, the same, from the same guy. You can read it. Is he saying, is he, is he saying, get on with the, the, the news? What are you doing ranting for? Uh, let's see here. I have a, a hard drive full of footage that you must see. Email you those two photos of that day. Oh, from the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll look. I'll look at some of that stuff. All right, so we get to the news because I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm ranting too much. Well, now I'm gonna ranting a little bit. I'm reading comments. Uh, the X's next comment. First mention of the X's question mark drink three exclamation mark. Not even ten minutes in, Chris. Hey, you know you started this. You started this. Where now I can't talk about anything in my life. I started history. This. Look, yes, because what you... did I start? Because you said every single day you talk about your exes, which isn't true. Did I by say the way. today before live stream or? No, you didn't say it today. But these guys now are privy to this, and, they, okay. and now they now they notice. <laughs> they're helping me track. Keep <laughs> yes, track they're the... helping you track. But the thing is, I've always been dating somebody. I mean, most of the time in my life, I've been dating somebody. So it's like. I, I I demarcate moments of my life with whatever girl I happen to be out with at the time. <laughs> I can't help that. It's just part of my life history. I don't know. Okay, let's do the intro and go to the news section. All right, let's do the intro. Ready, guys? Ready for the intro? Okay, let's do this. Okay. 
toxic masculinity. All right, we are back. Valeria, let's do the news. Woman who coughed on Uber driver gets two felony charges. Yeah, okay. So this is actually more of a story about, about um, I think, the, well, at least for me, I, I don't think of it so much as a woman who, you know, coughed on an Uber driver or a woman who refused to wear her mask or anything like that. I think of this as a complete lack of respect for your fellow human being. That's how I would classify this. I don't know. What, what do you think? Well, I I mean, I was always against masks. I don't like masks. Yeah, I, I'm on her side from, for the masks. From the beginning. Yeah. But every time when I go somewhere, I respect the business rules. That's right. Well, not just respecting the business rules, but respecting the other people who have to enforce them. Yeah, because... I, I already said it before. I respect other people's stupidity in terms of masks. Not just in terms of masks, in terms of lots of things. I mean, if somebody's working at a company and the rule of the company is X, it's like, I get that you have to like enforce this thing, so I'm not going to be a total jerk to you uh, until they become unreasonable about it. And then I'll... Then I'll maybe have words with them and, well i don't have well like one time i i wait for elevator and uh elevator came there's a woman with the full-on equipment and i walked suit. and i walked in and she was like oh do you have mask and you wear a mask i was like oh oh well okay i'll just wait for another elevator i didn't stand there i was like you get off or we will you know i didn't have the, any arguing with her i just oh, okay yeah. i'll wait for another elevator walked out i did totally the opposite i walked into an elevator once and there's three people in and uh somebody goes there's already three people in here there's only allowed three people it's three people limit two well in this particular place it, that's what they thought and i looked at them and i was like you're kidding right and they go no you have to be very serious you have to be very serious with this or whatever i don't remember exactly what i said after that but trust me it was brilliant and funny well i do not like to argue with people, I just, okay, whatever, move on. Well, you know I like to argue with people. <laughs> I, I think I said something along the lines of, you you guys are, are, are like lemmings or something. I don't know, somebody was probably shot. It's Los Angeles, ladies and gentlemen, we get a lot of sirens. All right, so what? Uh, without further ado, let's watch this video. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty crazy. Uh, this woman just has a total lack of respect for her fellow human beings. It's mental. Okay, let me switch the audio here. That so, was like recently this yeah. year. Yeah, it was recently. So, so, so this this girl got charged with like two felonies or something like that, right? Uh, I don't know. Oh, hold on, I need to turn that. Stop this. 
Um, I don't know if that's the appropriate response to felonies, felony charges, but um, definitely, you know, she. I'm glad she's punished in some way, or there, there's some kind of recognition that she's wrong here because she was crazy. So two felonies. What what is she facing? Like, well, do you prison? want me to read the story? Yeah. Let's get into it. I wasn't actually going to read the story. I was going to talk a little bit about it, but. Let's see here. Woman who coughed on Uber driver slapped with two felony charges. The woman uh, whose coughing attack on a San Francisco Uber driver went viral this week was charged Wednesday with multiple felonies for the alleged crime. Excuse me. Arna Kimia? 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 I don't know. Um, who refused to wear a, a mask while inside the vehicle is facing one... Uh, count of attempted robbery. See, this is the New York Post. I think they would have written a better story than this. I don't think that's really... I don't think it was the fact that she refused to wear a mask, but that's kind of how it reads here. Um, I don't think that that was why she was, uh, you know, fa is facing these um, these charges, but is facing one count of attempted robbery and one count of assault on a transportation drive for attempted robbery. I think that's probably not really true. Well, she grabbed his phone. She grabbed his phone. I don't know if that's attempted robbery, actually. I guess you could count it like that. Uh, Kimiyai uh, was also charged with two misdemeanor offenses, one count of battery on a transportation driver, one count of violating COVID health protocols. Well, that's a little silly. So that's that that part of it is actually her not. So she this. faces up, up to 15 16 years. years in prison and $3,000 fine. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Now, I, said, I don't know... In the video, she can be seen deliberately coughing on. I wouldn't Uber do up to up to fifteen years. It sounds crazy. Sub 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 subakar. Chris, Hada. your your mic is um, your volume is way down. Your mic. My mic's volume is way down. Yeah. All right. Is this better? I just I'm just not talking into the mic. I didn't have it positioned correctly. I think okay, that should be better. How's your volume? I think mine is good. No? I mean, it looks... The levels are fine, so I don't know what's going on. Anyway. Another super chat from same person. Stop giving us money. <laughs> um, MJ Jackson. Yes. I used to drive Lyft in Toledo. 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 The Ohio. people from the hood were something else. The people from the hood. Yeah, these are definitely ghetto people. Uh, these are not like uh, normal... Normal... Uh, Charming folks from the suburbs, I don't think. <laughs> Chris, I'm sorry, but come to Maine and I will go do my best to steal your wife. <laughs> <laughs> you actually want to go for the to challenge. Me. Yeah, I'm up for the challenge. Yeah. Our, our, the per person that compiles our scripts uh, uh, for the show are, that compiles the news stories. She lives in Maine. And uh, so we want to visit. We want to visit Maine. We may do that. You're welcome to try to steal Valeria from me. Uh, <laughs> that'll be fun. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, so she, okay. Uh, deliberately coughing on uh, driver Sub, Subakar Kada while laughing and yelling racial slurs. At one point, she grabs the mask off Kada's face and attempts to grab his phone off the dashboard. Police also noted that Kimiai sprayed what they believe is pepper spray in... Uh, why does everybody have a cra crazy name in this story? I can't read anybody's name. Crazy people have crazy names. In, well, the, the, the driver's name is crazy too. Kada, Kadka's car before leaving. So I think this guy must be Indian. And I and I seen this, you know, I I saw this story obviously on Twitter. 
uh, and I, I knew he was an Indian guy, but I posted on Twitter about this, and I wrote, um, I, I wrote that, uh, you know, this is why, I wrote actually at New York Times, this is why Hispanic men are voting Republican, right? And uh, I actually wrote as a disclaimer, obviously this guy's Indian, but the same reasons still apply. Now, the reason I wrote that was because the New York Times had recently written an article, actually I can show you guys here, um, written an article, a vexing question for Democrats. What drives Latino men to Republicans, right? They're, they're asking this, this is a vexing question. This is not a vexing question to Republicans. <laughs> Republicans know why Latino men are, are starting to vote Republican. We understand that. And this is one illustration as to one of the reasons why this sometimes happens, right? Um, and granted, this guy's an Indian, but the same rules apply here, right? And, I, and that's what I wrote in my tweet. And a lot of leftists found this tweet and were like big time harassing me. You can still go on my Twitter and look at the, look at the responses. They're like, this is, this is the kind of racism is why Republicans are blah, 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 blah. And you stupid Republicans, you can't tell the difference between an Indian man and a Mexican man. And a, so, okay, here, here's the problem with the reason my, my tweet was misinterpreted. Um, the reason that... I put the, the the tweet did you know the race of the guy doesn't actually matter okay the left is obsessed with race they're obsessed with race you know but the culture of the men d does matter right the culture of the men do does matter I think in this um, question the question of why uh, Hispanics are are voting Republican or Hispanic men specifically and the same reason might apply to Indian men why an Indian man might vote Republican same thing. Because a lot of these guys, sometimes first generation, sometimes second generation, um, Indian Americans or Mexican Americans or people from a lot of different kinds of countries, they come from cultures that are far more respectful cultures, right? They're cultures that respect traditional values and this idea that young people should respect their elders, that people should just respect strangers when they meet them. And when you encounter people in a culture like this, right? I it, I don't know for sure, but it looks like the Uber driver is a lot older than the girls in the back seat. Now, maybe that's just a misperception. I don't know. But when you come from a culture in which younger people are supposed to be respectful of older people, and then people act like this to you, I think you start to think there's something wrong with the culture here in America, right? Um, where where young people think that they have the right to be abusive like this, and and this is this is abusive. This is absolutely unacceptable behavior from anyone. You know, I don't care if you don't want to wear a mask, and and I doubt that these women aren't wearing their masks because they have some kind of like political principle against it or anything like that. I doubt they don't seem like the type that are, you know, strongly informed about the, you know the uh, efficacy of masks. So they, they just seem like people who just don't want to show respect to the person that they happen to be with at that moment, right? They're just disrespectful, horrible women. And so the point I was trying to make is that a lot of these men are becoming Republicans because Republicans, you know, they, they prefer these traditional values of showing respect to people and, and being proper and this kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I mean, we rebel and we're kind of a-holes when we need to be as well. But not in a case like this, you know. This to me is the this is the kind of behavior you get from this these kind of leftist types, you know, uh, th this kind of attitude. That's what it seems like to me, and that's how I think it's perceived by 
first generation, second generation people, you know, who, you know, who respect traditional values from their foreign countries, from their foreign cultures, and then they come here. I think that's at least one of the reasons why people start to vote Republican or start to think that the Democrat um, philosophy is idiotic. Um, so that's why I wrote that tweet. But it was it was vastly misinterpreted as me thinking that this guy was Hispanic, which I knew he wasn't because I had read I'd read about the incident as well as as uh, you know seeing the video. Uh, we have another super chat from MJ Jackson. Oh man, this guy wants to chat. Yeah. Uh, yes, comma a lot of Hispanic women in my classes agree with me ninety percent of the time. Agree with you? Agree with me with him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good it's a good point. So let's see here. In my class, agree with me ninety percent of the time. Um, well, I don't actually. I'll be honest. I don't really understand that tweet <laughs> or that that comment. Um, I want to be agreeable, so I say it's a good point, but I don't. I don't actually know what that means. Do you want to move on? Yeah. Let's. Shall we move on to the next story? Uh yeah. All right. What do we got? What do we got up next? Uh senator. Is it senator? Is he end up? Uh yeah, senator. Yeah. Okay. Senator Rand Paul tells Fauci, "You prayed around in two masks for show." For show, yeah. For sure. So this is from the Daily Caller. Uh, let's go ahead and switch the big screen there. You you parade around in two masks for show. Senator Rand Paul questions Dr. Fauci on wearing masks after vaccination. So so Fauci got vaccinated, but he's still running around in two masks. And it's just political theater. It's just political theater, right? It's just like having the troops at the Capitol. Just political theater. There's no reason for it. It doesn't make any sense. It's political theater, right? So Rand Paul calls him out. Republican Kentucky Senator Rand Paul questioned Dr. Fauci's, uh, Dr. Fauci on the purpose of wearing a face mask after receiving the coronavirus vaccine. Paul claimed during a Thursday hearing that wearing a mask, or even two masks, after vaccination amounted to little more than theater. But Fauci disagreed. Paul began by asking Fauci about reinfection, hospitalization, and death after either natural infection or the vaccine, saying that there was no data to suggest that there were significant numbers to report. In fact, I don't think we have... A hospitalization in the United States after a two-week period after the second vaccination. We don't have a death in the United States, Paul continued. You're not hearing what I'm saying about variants, uh, Fauci protested. We're, we're talking about wild type uh, versus, versus variants? Wild type versus variants? I, I, think that, I think they're meant to write wild type virus var variants? I'm not really sure. Um, what proof is there that, that there is significant reinfections with hospitals and death from the variants? None in our country, zero, Paul replied. I believe that that's, in internet speak, that's called getting owned. I think Fauci just got owned. You know, Fauci's supposed to be this great expert, but Rand Paul is absolutely schooling him on epidemiology, which is, a, which is his supposed area of expertise. Rand Paul is exactly right. There are no deaths. There are no hospitalizations of people getting reinfected with a COVID, some COVID variant after getting the after getting the vaccine or getting infected after getting the vaccine, I should say. Not necessarily reinfected, reinfected after having the, the uh, COVID once or getting the vaccine. Uh, Fauci argued that that was not the case, but Paul continued, you can't get it again. There's almost, there is virtually 0% chance you're going to get it. Yet you're telling people who have had the vaccine, who have who who have immunity, 
You're defying everything about immunity by telling people to wear masks who've been vaccinated. You want to get rid of the vaccine? Uh, you want to get rid of vaccine hesitancy? Paul asked. Tell them they can quit wearing their mask after they get the vaccine. You want people to get the vaccine? Give them a reward instead of telling them that the nanny state is going to be there for three more years and you got to wear the mask forever. People don't want to hear it and there's no science behind it. Oh my God. I love. Sorry, Aston. I just, I think I woke Aston up. Uh, I love Rand Paul. This is so spot on and it actually is very illustrative of the way conservatives think versus the way leftists think, right? So Rand Paul is is recognizing that people need incentives to modify behavior, right? If there's no incentive, why modify behavior? People don't want to get the vaccine, but they're but they're told, look, you can take your masks off. Everybody can take their masks off as soon as they get the vaccine. Everybody can get on a plane without a mask if you get the vaccine. Everybody can start, you know, opening up your businesses if you get the vaccine. Do all these great things if you get the vaccine. Then people will be in a rush to get this vaccine. But as it is, I there's... want. Okay, not everybody. Most people will be in a rush to get the vaccine. But as it is, Fauci and Biden and all these people, they're they're providing zero incentive for anybody to get the vaccine. Look, if you get a vaccine, you can go around and feel safer, but we're still gonna have to wear the masks because government tyranny. Yay! There's a lot of people going. Well, what's the freaking point? I'm not going to get sick anyway. I'm young. I'm relatively healthy. Yeah, they might spread. I don't know. I don't know. No, they, no, there is no, there is no they might spread. They might not spread. They would not spread. That doesn't make any sense. Of course, you're not going to spread the virus if you can't catch the virus. It doesn't make any sense. What, what, what are you going to cough? Nothing and then magically infect people? It doesn't make any sense. Okay. Anyway, I'm, I find this, again, I'm, I'm angering myself, as I tend okay. to do. But anyway, love Rand Paul. I think he's spot on. Do you have any, anything critical to say? Anything? Uh, no. Is there any angry Valeria rants that need to occur here? Well, I already said I'm not getting a vaccine. I... Masks are stupid. You know, uh, one day we get tested before work, mm-hmm. like rapid testing. And one time people just coming and showing medical people their card that they mm-hmm. have had the vaccine. I know it sounds like she said rabbit testing, but she said rapid. Rapid testing. testing. <laughs> and they're like, no, I don't need to get to get to get tested. I had the vaccine. I, I don't need to wear a mask. Uh-huh. And they were like, you still have to. Because <laughs> yeah. people are so, they think if they got the vaccine, they can like no, no mask, no test every day. No, I, I think that people, I thing. mean, the whole mask thing just shows how easily some people are conditioned into believing something. That was the right. point of this whole. Well, some theater. people think so. you, you you're so see, you're so cynical, Valeria. You can you're see so how how many people will obey and uh, do whatever you, you will. I'm not tell sure them. that was the intention, but it certainly yeah. was a sort of Why side. Effect Let's just it. check how people will act. Everybody wears two masks. I mean, in California. It's 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 particularly unbelievable because when there was a mask shortage, they put out all this information about how masks are unnecessary and masks won't protect you and all this kind of stuff. And then as soon as there was enough masks, they were like, "If you're not wearing a mask, you just aren't following the science." It's like, didn't you just say that ma- didn't make any sense scientifically speaking? They're changing on the science? their mind every like every month, a new thing. Well, yeah, okay, so. Yeah. 
All right, so everybody wear your 16 masks, get vaccinated, and stay in quarantine forever. All right, uh, should we move on to the next story? Uh, we have a super chat for from Tammy. Oh, Tammy, thank you. I think you two are extremely intelligent, and my I say adorable together, exclamation <laughs> mark. I've never read a more sarcastic tweet in my life. <laughs> I try not to not miss... Tweet. Sorry. I try not to miss any of your videos on all channels. Not being creepy, just enjoy your info and your voice. Valerius accent is so great. I hate my accent. I hate Valeria, accent. Valeria has two eyes. She wrote spelling question mark. <laughs> For some reason, they spell it with two eyes on her passport. Um, but I'll tell you what, Tammy... We love you too. That is awesome. Thank you so much. Really, for that. people like my accent. I'm so surprised. Uh, li literally, like if I'm editing this for Mr. Reagan, because some of these videos go up on Mr. Reagan, um, I'll, you know, sometimes I edit with the speaker on instead of my headphones, and Valeria will start screaming, "Ah, turn it off! Turn it off!" <laughs> she doesn't like to hear her voice. It's pretty funny. Um, well, thank you, Tammy. That is actually really lovely. And, you know, it's funny. When people write stuff like that, I I've been doing this for quite some time now. And obviously, I, I you know, my videos went um, bigger, pretty big with uh, the AOC, Brains Behind AOC video. And so I have people that occasionally will recognize me in the street and want a picture and all that kind of stuff. And uh, But I still find uh, messages like that super flattering and, and really nice. Well, so I truly. think the message was supposed to be, Chris, you are okay, Valeria. You have to go back <laughs> wherever you came from. Your accent is horrible. You didn't learn English in five years you've been in America. Let's speak perfectly. That's how racist America should be, right? You go That's back, how it should go be. Go back to your home country. You your think... accent is horrible. Yeah, if you think if you're a Democrat, <laughs> that's what you would expect. Sure. Sure. Look at that smile. Oh. Horrible, horrible Russian, Russian. Uh, <laughs> well, later we all love Asian accents. <laughs> Asian Jew, thank you very much. Uh, if you didn't catch yesterday's broadcast, Valeria is trying to figure out if she's an Asian Jew because she's one percent Jewish according to her ancestry DNA results, and Russia is at least in part in Asia, so she should at least have three minority status, including being a woman. Um. All right, so should we move on to the next story, darling? <laughs> yes. What were you laughing for? Ron Baker said, you need to go on a diet. You are getting bigger. Me or you? <laughs> it's, it was referred to toxic masculinity, so I guess... Ron Baker needs to shut his face. I, I got fat ages ago, Ron Baker. Thank you very much. I'm not getting fatter. Okay? I am fat. <laughs> and I am on a diet. Thank you very much. And uh, you're pissed again. Thank I you. Just don't, I just don't have time to get on the Peloton as much. Huh? And you're pissed again. And, yeah, I'm pissed off. So, okay. Can you uh, can you read us the next story instead of reading us insults by Ron Baker? Okay. Killer Putin fires back at Biden. Yeah. Killer Putin. Yeah, this is a great Did story. Did Biden call Putin killer? Yeah, by, uh, sorry, I'm still on the other one. Uh, yeah, oh man, I'm way back. Yeah, uh, uh, Joe Biden called, well, he didn't call Putin a killer. He was asked, do you think Putin is a killer? And he said, yes, he thinks Putin's a killer. I, I don't think Biden even heard the question. <laughs> it's he just said, yes, yes, I think. That. Well, t okay, so I read through this story and I got to say, this is the stupidest 
Okay, so uh, you know we you know this is a new theme, right? How how leftists are all about political theater these days, right? How they have the troops in D.C. political theater, how they wear masks political theater. Are you smirking because somebody else called me fat? No. Yes, you are. No, nobody called. Go ahead you and fat. read it. No. Go ahead and read it. Nobody called you fat. There's no. half some half smile there. No. Okay, now I'm paranoid apparently. Okay, so let's uh, let's have a look at this story. Um, okay, so. This is this is actually pretty uh, uh pretty weak I I think uh, Biden well, I mean it's just so weak because there's this idea that Trump was so, somehow in cahoots with Russia uh, all this time and so the Democrats feel like they've got to pretend that they are tougher on Russia than Trump ever was because Trump was such a pushover with Russia and was controlled by Russia. But the weird thing about that is that they know that's not true. They know that this is just an invention of theirs, that they were like lying to the American people. They don't need to keep up that story anymore. They can say, well, we, we can be nice to Russia because we're not controlled by Russia or something. And they can just kind of dismiss it. And they can continue to lie about it. And, and you know, it's bizarre to me that they keep up this unbelievably obvious lie that Trump was somehow controlled by Putin. It's like it's such a weird lie. Okay, what's funny now? What's funny now? Oh Keeps Valeria warm in winter. <laughs> All right, no more reading the comments. You are you are restricted from comments from now on. I'm cutting you off. You see, the the problem is that Valeria drinks. It looks like she's got tea in that cup, but actually, it's the booze. Um, no, not funny. Suddenly, the smile went away. I thought she would laugh at that. No, nothing. Okay. Now she just feels insulted. All right. So shall we read the story here? Yeah. Stop talking about how fat I am. Thank you very much. God, this could not be a more distracting. Thanks, Ron Baker. Look at you started. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, Russia ties, uh, ties nosedived on Thursday after Russian leader Vladimir Putin shot back at President Joe Biden's description of him as a killer. But the thing is, okay, let me just keep reading. Uh, the back and forth un underscored Biden's desire for uh, to distance himself from former President Donald Trump's perceived softness on Putin, despite actions his administration took against Russia. Uh, although Biden agreed to extend a ma uh, major arms control deal with Russia, he has been notably cool toward Moscow and highly critical of many of his activities. And taking a tough stance on Russia, Biden has said that the days of U.S. rolling over to Putin are done. I mean, Biden is such a BS artist when it comes to talking tough. Like, I don't think Biden's ever done anything tough in his life. But he always says stuff like, I'll take you out back and I'll show you what it's like. Rah. I, I mean, has he ever even punched anyone? I, I doubt he's ever punched anyone ever in his life. But he's got this, like, tough guy rhetoric that's not even remotely believable. All right. And he's taken pains to contrast his style with the approach of Trump, who avoided direct confrontation and frequently spoke about Putin with approval. In an in an interview broadcast Wednesday, Biden replied, I do, when asked if he thought Putin was a killer. Also Wednesday, U.S. intelligence released a report finding that Putin authorized influence operations to help Trump's re-election bid. Of course they did. Yeah, of course they did. Yeah, but they were, they were a real help. They were real. You could have helped a little bit more, Russia. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't think Russia helped Trump at all in his re-election bid. I mean, I, I think whatever, well, whoever compiled somebody, this, somebody whatever the U.S. intelligence was that, that found that, um, I suspect maybe they might be Democrats. Just a, just a thought. I don't know. I don't know. 
Let's see here. Later that day, Putin recalled his ambassador, blah, 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 blah. Don't care. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to find where he actually responded. Okay, here it goes. Putin had been asked about Biden's comments during a video call marking the anniversary of Russia's uh, 2014 annexation of Crimea, and he responded along the lines of, well, it takes one to know one, saying that his counterpart's words reflect... No, no, he wasn't saying that the counterpart's words reflect the United States' own problems. He was talking about Biden specifically. The, the article, I don't know why they're doing this. is new U.S. news. Um, they're, they're, they're trying to suggest that, well, well, Putin was just talking about the United States. The United States are killers. Well, no, 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 no. It takes one to know one is responding specifically to Biden. So he's specifically talking, saying that Biden is a killer. Um, now, Biden has ordered the strikes on uh, Syria. Um, I don't know what else you could claim Biden is a killer for, but um, I, I do think that that, that uh, Putin has ordered men to kill other people. I think that's definitely true. I mean, we know that's true. Spies and things like that, right? But anyway, this... Well, why are you so quiet? What is going on? This is a story about... Do you just keep reading comments about being and 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 you don't want we to? We have two them? super chats. Okay, well, why don't you say that then? I'm waiting for a pause. Yeah, um, okay. Anyway, so but this is your story, darling. Why mine? What do you mean, why yours? Because I'm Russian. Oh my gosh! I don't I don't follow Russian politics. I don't watch Russian news. I don't like Putin, darling. Okay, I, I hate to explain to you the connection between you and the politics of Russia, <laughs> but, but I mean I, I don't know. I call me crazy. I thought it was obvious, but yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of trying to hint that maybe you should jump in here at some point and give me your perspective. Chris, you, you won't hear any perspective, <laughs> any any She's perspective from nothing. me on Russia. Yeah. I don't live there. <laughs> you have no perspective on this at all? Come on. On what? Okay. Fine. On Crimea? All right. all right, you don't have to comment. You don't have to comment. We'll just we'll just we'll just keep this awkward and unpleasant. You know that I still wanna be able to visit my family, right? Okay, so, so please you're just, you're just trying to avoid saying anything. All right, fine. Um well look, I, I think you know, I think it's obvious that Putin has killed people. Uh, he's... Chris, he's former KGB. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. I think calling Putin uh, a killer is sort of like, you know, ca calling water wet. You know, it's like it's one of those. Yeah, you don't need to say that. Everybody you knows to, that. You don't need to say it. Yeah. Uh, and then him saying it takes one to know one. I mean, it's this is such this is such pathetic. There is no negative relationship between the u.s and 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 russia because biden's in office and biden's like oh i'm not gonna stand for for putin and his tyranny and all this kind of no 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 no. we're gonna be way softer on russia now that the democrats are in office far softer than we were ever with uh with donald trump um okay do you want to read the super chats yes okay from andrew beerwort Beer... yeah i have trouble with the names too you want me to look okay. at it uh yes can you please uh, no, no, I that, can't because this thing. Is you just scrolling. missed it. It's an orange one. Oh, it's an orange one. Yes. Orange. Uh, Andrew Beerwort says, Beerwort? Uh, "Can you tell me why a mask made of T-shirt material can protect someone from COVID, but I can smell when somebody passes gas under jeans and a pair of underwear?" <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, well, I'll tell you what. Um, I I have actually read studies in which they've tested those um. Sorry, Aston. 
scared the crap out of my cat again. <laughs> uh, where they've tested those uh, neck gaiters that people put over their yeah. mouth. And, and they've found that because of the spandexy uh, material, that when you cough, it actually aerosolizes your saliva and your and whatever it is that you're producing more than if you would have just coughed So if you normally. will cough without mask, it'll just and down. But if you this cough without like, mask, yeah, it goes correct. like... But if you cough with one of these neck gaiters, it goes... Poof, you know? <laughs> and, then, and then it can infect you much easier. So it's... And look, and the funny thing is that, that you know, Andrew Beerwart is exactly right. Th this is the recommendation of the government everywhere, of all the state governments, of the, of the federal government, that you just have to have some kind of barrier, right? Some kind of covering when you go to a store and stuff like that. And I mean, we know this. You could just wear a scarf. Some people just put their T-shirt over their face. And it's absolutely does it's nothing. It's, it's absolutely useless. useless. It's, it's a pointless thing. Unless you have like an N95 mask. Um, these these masks aren't really doing anything. Even N95, do you know how many fake N95s there? <laughs> I know, and also it comes out the sides as well. It's not like uh, you you never have like a full. It's not like an airtight seal. No, you know, it's, it's not. not like you're a, a, no. in a scuba it's diving thing or a gas mask. It's ridiculous. All right, um, what's and the second one? Let's hear Daniel J. Corica. Daniel giving us money again, man. Do you know how much money you're spending? Stop. Oh, I love this guy. Stop giving us favorite. money. He's like, we, we should call him Patron Daniel. Patron Daniel. Uh, let's see here. Putin makes Biden's poo... Uh, sorry. Putin makes Biden poo his depends. <laughs> depends are, under, are um, like diapers for uh, old people. So if mm -hmm. you get too old, you can't control your... Then you wear these adult adult diapers. They're called depends. Laria isn't at the age where she knows what that is yet. <laughs> uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Let's see here. More, more, more than usual. A Russian that drinks. Uh, shocked Pikachu face. LMFAO. I'm talking. He's talking about you. <laughs> uh, I. You know, my pet name for Valeria is actually Alki. Alki for alcoholic. <laughs> it's, see, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Let's see here. Um, Occasionally getting cat food money. Thank occasionally you so getting one one bottle of Heineken light. That's not enough. It's Heineken not. Light. I never drink vodka. I. So and we did the trick. By the way, we did the trick where you put Heineken or any beer. You can put any beer. You put a, a bottle of beer in the freezer for like an hour, and then yeah. you take it out and you smash it against the counter, and then it'll freeze instantly. So you you have to take it out before it's frozen, but when it's like freezing temperature but it's not frozen because of the alcohol it doesn't freeze and then but but it will freeze if you leave it in there for like two hours so you there's just, another just... super chat too okay from tim hill you want to read it yeah uh biden ordered drone strikes but you ordered too much pizza be looking thick like lizzo chicken sweat uh i don't know what quite that last part means but i will tell you this tim hill you are an ass <laughs> But you're right. You're right. It is. And, it is actually probably too much pizza to be. Well, it's it's not moving. This job will will make you fat. Let me tell you. It doesn't matter who you are. Let's see here. Daniel Corica wrote again. Uh, I wear ha I wear a half face skull plastic Halloween mask with Blue Lives Matter uh, fashion COVID mask over that as a protest. Here's more cat food money. Thanks, Daniel. 
I, I think that's so funny. I think he may have written us before about wearing the Halloween mask. I just think that's the funniest thing. If you're wearing a Halloween mask, like, yeah, respect. That's funny stuff. I love that. Um, all right, shall we, shall we get on to the next story? What story was that? I don't even know. Oh, that, that was, was the Putin. that was the Russian Putin yeah. story. Yeah, that was that's just silly posturing. It's just silly posturing. Oh, he looks me. so. He's looking old. He's look at his buttocks. Here, is the Botox? Do you think? Yeah, here, uh, there, like he's everywhere. Trying to look young still. Just let yourself look old, man. Just let yourself look old. Except for the beady eyes, you're a good-looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to. Uh, the next story, you want to read it? Yeah, Tokyo Olympics execu- executive resigns executive. over Olympic comment. Yeah, Olympic comment. You didn't read the Olympic comment. Olympig. Ah. Olympig. <laughs> you didn't read that correctly. Okay, Olympig. Yeah, I think he was talking about me. Tokyo actually. Olympics. Because <laughs> I'm very athletic, but I'm also very fat. <laughs> Let's hear. Tokyo Olympics executive resigns over Olympic comment about female comedian. Uh, I have to say, I love this joke. I love the joke Olympic. I don't know why, but I read that and I was just dying laughing. I'm like, Olympic. That's hilarious. Um, let's see here. I, I have an infantile sense of humor occasionally. Let's see here. The creative director of the to- Tokyo Olympics resigned Thursday after it emerged that he suggested that a well-known female comedian performing i i literally thought that they're talking about amy schumer as soon as i read this i thought for sure they're talking about amy schumer but they, they weren't <laughs> it was a different woman uh female okay emerged that he suggested a well-known female comedian perform as an olympic <laughs> uh hiroshi sasaki who was in charge of the opening and closing ceremonies for the postponed game scheduled to begin july 23rd made the comments about naomi uh watanabe last year as he spoke to another planning why is it that japanese names are easier to pronounce than like indian names or some some hispanic names are a bit difficult for me but japanese names easy uh, you know why it's because i took japanese class for four years probably i took japanese class when i was a kid well for russians it's easier to pronounce japanese names because it sounds like a swear words in russian so (laughs) (laughs) that's too funny let's see uh yeah, so so like when you get mad at somebody, you're like, you, Hiroshi. It's that guy's name. Anyway, uh, let's see here. You, you see, so, 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 I, I don't... I don't Sasaki? Sasaki? Yeah, Sasaki, Sasaki, it's like... It, it, <laughs> I don't want to say that. <laughs> Sasaki, that's kind of funny in Russian, I mean. And uh, if you say like suko or something, it's like a bitch in, in Russian. But sometimes Japanese have those names or last names. For us, it's just funny. That is funny. That is funny. I, I need to learn Russian. <laughs> I need to learn Russian. I learned a little bit, but I, I need to properly learn it. Okay, so um, he was in charge of the opening and closing ceremony. He made the comment about Naomi uh, Watanabe last year as he spoke to other planning team members in an online brainstorming session. Watanabe, 33, first rose to fame in Japan as a comedian, but has since gained attention as a fashion icon at home and abroad, Kyoto News reported. Sasaki released a statement Thursday saying he was stepping down and that he had called Seiko Hashimoto, the president of the organization, the organizing committee, to submit his re- resignation. 
For Miss Naomi Watanabe, my ideas and my idea and comments are a bit, or sorry, are a big insult. God, I never learned to read. Again, I should I should have read more Doctor Seuss growing up. All right, Sasaki said, and it is unforgivable. I offer my deepest regrets and apologize from the depth of my heart to her and those who may have been offended by this. It is truly regrettable. I apologize from the bottom of my heart. He added, uh, right before committing. Harry Carey, ritual suicide. Yeah, he killed himself. That part's fake news. I, I just made that up, but I wanted to see what Valeria's reaction would be. In Japan, traditionally, there was a honorable, like if you dishonored your family, you would commit suicide. You would stab yourself in the stomach. Harakiri. This... Huh? Harakiri. Yeah. In, in, in old, uh, the old, old English way of saying it is Harry Carey. We used to call it Harry Carey. <laughs> Carey. Yeah, I forget what it's what the Japanese the Japanese call that, but uh, it's Harakiri. Not, it's something more like that. The same in Russian, but it's definitely not Harry Carey. <laughs> but I still call it Harry Carey because I like old fashioned, uh, racially insensitive ways of pronouncing things. Okay, you know I I did feel that way, but he explained, and his intention was very strong. What what? I did feel that way, but he explained in his attention. I don't know. That's a bad translation of something. Uh, Hashimoto said, that is how I felt. For those reasons, I decided to accept his re resignation. She said a replacement would come soon. Watanabe told Kyoto News, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm happy with my figure, uh, said the, the, the girl that was made fun of, Naomi Watanabe. Uh, she said in a statement released through her agency, so as usual, I would like to express myself as Naomi Watanabe without being... Uh, particular about being fat. However, as a human being, I sincerely hope that we can have fun and uh, a fun and prosperous world where we can respect and recognize each person's individuality and way of thinking. She said, and I I love that kind of idea and that attitude. And I wish we had more pictures of her. Should we just look her up? What's her name? Naomi Watanabe. So this is the this is um, Olympic. Apparently. Oh yeah. Yeah. Olympic. That that makes that's that's funny. I think that's funny. Now, uh but look, I, I you know, I have a good friend who is I think I've mentioned her on the show before. Um I won't say her name, but she is massive. She's she's a she looks about like this. I would actually say she's she's actually far bigger than this. Which you might think like, how can you get far bigger than that? But Valeria can testify. She's 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 like surprisingly big. Surprisingly big girl. And uh, and she is unbelievably confident. I would say she's one of the most confident people that I know. Um, she's got a lot of boyfriends as well. And uh, I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome that she's... Um, but the one thing that we disagree with is that she thinks that the attraction to skinny girls is somehow uh, con a conditioned you know, uh, preference of men. Like we're conditioned by society to like skinny girls and i just don't think so i just don't think so i think the majority of men are attracted to skinny girls and that's just how it is and and you know there's this idea that we have to pretend that's not true or we have to kind of change that and i think that's terrible i think men are attracted to who they are, are attracted to and that's it and some men are attracted to skinny girls some men are attracted to bigger girls and some men are attracted to girls that are real big like this girl and um I think that's fantastic. You know, I, I like the diversity in the world, and I like that different guys have different tastes, and I like that there's somebody for everybody. And one thing that uh, one thing that I think is actually um, 
that people may not have ever really thought about. But it's like, if you have a choice of a lot of different people, um, when you meet somebody who's a little bit special, that, that, like, um, that suits you better than anybody else, you sometimes don't recognize it as, as well as you might um, if you are, you know, you have fewer options. What do you, what are you reading? What are you reading? Uh, Marcus really want me to say something. Okay. Let's go ahead and read Mark's thing that he really like, wants. I see to this say. for a third time already. Okay. Marcus Cantor uh -huh. says, Valeria, please say, I hope it's not vulgar. Moose and squirrel. Moose and squirrel. Oh no, it's not vulgar. It's uh, from a cartoon. Okay. So there was a cartoon where there was moose. A... It's like a big animal. Moose, uh, moose. Yeah, with the yeah antlers. It's uh, <laughs> uh. So there was a a girl named Natasha. I think her name was Natasha, in uh in this cartoon called um. You know, I forgot what it's called. Something and something and something. The squirrel was. I don't know. It was a moose and a squirrel. I forgot what their, their names were. Moose and a squirrel? It was a moose and a squirrel. Why somebody want me to say moose and a squirrel? Squirrel? <laughs> yeah, she can't say squirrel. Squirrel? <laughs> but the but they, the the moose and the squirrel were like the heroes, and then Natasha and um, uh, this other Russian were, were the villains. And she would talk like this, you know, moose and squirrel, you know. Moose and squirrel, okay. But Valeria doesn't exist. Boris and it. Natasha. Boris and Natasha. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, interesting. Uh, Salty JD Coach says you missed the last super chat. Did you miss those super chats? Uh oh, you better scroll scroll up. Woman. I tried. I, I think we read everything. Well, anyway, the point I was trying to make before Valeria got lost in this moose and squirrel nonsense. There is one more super chat from Daniel. Last one, I promise. Please say moose and squirrel. <laughs> right. Um. But the point I was trying to make is that if you have a lot of boyfriends or a lot of girlfriends, I think that you can, you sometimes don't appreciate when somebody special comes along because there's just so many people that you've dated. Uh, uh, I, I had this problem once. I, I dated a lot of girls and then I met this girl that was fantastic girl and then we broke up and I really regretted it for years. It was a huge mistake breaking up with her. Uh, but I thought, I, I there was a couple of issues with the relationship and I thought, well, I could find somebody else. And I did not find anybody else for a long time, at least not anybody I really liked, until Valeria. Valeria sort of like, uh, uh, I guess, was the, I don't know. I was very lucky. I found somebody else that I liked as much as I liked her, but, um, and, and far, far more, obviously. But, but uh, yeah, but it, that kind of scared me. I was like, what, oh, what did I do? I messed up. I, I had this perfect girl, and I, and I, and I screwed it up. And, uh, but, but then if you have fewer options, when you finally meet somebody who you like and they like you and you connect, uh, I think it's a very, very special, very big moment. And, uh, and you really, you know, you really appreciate it and you recognize it more. So uh, there is that reality that's a little, anyway, I don't know. Sorry, I'm getting lost in this weird thinking, philosophizing about life and, and stuff like that. Okay, enough about Olympic. Let us move on to the next one. Unless you have something to say about Olympic, darling. No, I think we have to move on because we have we're oh, it's already it. seven and we still have two topics. I, I will say this. Valeria does not like saying the word fat or the word ugly. I do not like And that. I have been criticized uh, by, you know, for fans by saying this. But here's the thing. And I do recognize that those words can be hurtful and that they're used to hurt people. 
and that's why people don't like hearing them. But I I don't think there's anything particularly. Um, I, I think people should be able to say somebody's fat without it being, you know, I, I don't think that should be so painful because I think it's just a reality of the world. Some people are fat, some people are skinny, some people are fit, some people are very, very beautiful, some people are very, very ugly. And it's, it's, the, tough, it's the tough reality of the world that we have to accept. And you can be more sensitive, you can be more tactful, and I do try to be tactful, and I do try to be a little bit more sensitive when I'm talking about people specifically or talking to a person, you know, face-to-face. When I'm talking in the abstract, I think that we need to maybe make these terms a little bit less harmful, a, bit, a little bit less vicious uh, by saying them a little bit more matter-of-factly as opposed to um, in a way that's like, you know, more vicious and so that's really why I say these words in a way that isn't um, that a way that isn't sugarcoated, you know, that way that a way that isn't tactful. It's because I am trying to diminish the the negative impact that they may have on people. Um, maybe I'm taking a wrong uh, tactic, but it is. But I do use that those terms just as a, a way of referencing the world as it is, as opposed to having some kind of a you know a negative or positive spin on it. Uh, anyway, so that's that's my defense of saying the word fat and saying the word ugly, which people definitely do not like. Um, all right, should we move on to the next story, Doc? Yeah, let's do it quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, convicted sex predators caught illegally crossing the border. Yeah, uh, I didn't actually have time to read this story, so let's look at this. Uh, border Patrol captures convicted sex predators allegedly crossing the border. This is pretty um, disconcerting. Uh, let's see. Texas GOP congressman concerned that other criminals crossing the border undetected. Okay, so Texas Republicans are pointing to the recent apprehensions of convicted sex criminals at the southern border as a, an example of the kind of criminal element they believe are taking advantage of President Biden's immigration policies. U.S. Custom border, Customs, Customs and Border Patrol announced on Wednesday the apprehension of multiple convicted sex predators that were caught, caught trying to illegally enter America through the southern border. Agents in the Rio Grande uh, vector, sorry, Valley sector captured three convicted sexual predators, Jose, blah, 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 a bunch of people who have names and an unnamed Mexican national between Monday and Wednesday of this week. The agency announced in a press release, Martinez was apprehended in Brownsville, Texas, after allegedly entering the county illegally, sorry, the country illegally. Um, Agents ran his records and found that Martinez was a convicted child molester, according to CBP. So why hasn't he just been killed? (laughs) That's what I want to know. All right, Martinez was sentenced to eight years probation. Eight years probation? After he was arrested in 2013 for indecency with a child slash sexual contact by the Hopkins County Sheriff's Office in Sulphur Springs, Texas. Hopkins County Sheriff's Office or judicial system or judge or whomever, why would you give him probation? I don't understand what's probation. Probation means that you don't actually go to prison. You're just, um, so you're not allowed, you have certain kinds of restrictions on your civil liberties, like you, I think you can't have a gun and mm. certain things like that. Okay. And you have to check in with a probation officer every once in a while. I don't know how often. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and they just basically have to check on you and make sure you're not doing anything wrong. So any little infraction will be a violation of your probation and then you'll get a more severe punishment. So it's sort of like, a, I don't know. I don't know. It's sort of a system to, to punish people, but without keeping them in actual prison or actual jail. Mm-hmm. Um, probation is sort of the lightest sentence you can get for a serious crime. Okay. And, Interesting. Um, 
I don't know, child abuse seems like something you should go to prison for. Um, all right, well, I don't want to read too much more of this because the point is essentially this, which is that, you know, when Donald Trump first was running for um, president, his his main, um, one, one of the, the main issues that he had was that we had these porous borders and all these illegal immigrants were coming over and you couldn't really tell you know, if, if everybody that was coming over was just somebody trying to find work and help support their family, or if a lot of these folks were coming in, you know, trying to sell drugs or trying to commit crimes or trying, you know, and he said, look, they're sending their, you know, they're sending uh, murderers, they're sending rapists, they're not sending their best. Um, and for whatever reason, I mean, I, I for whatever reason, we know why they did this. But the left interpreted this interpreted this as saying that Trump believed that all Mexicans were rapists and murderers. No, and something no, like that. no, 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 no. It was never Tr- true. Trump, Trump said they don't send their best. Yeah, and actually, he pointed to some Mexicans in the crowd there, and he said they're not sending people like you. They're they're sending these 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 bad people now. <clears throat> To say that they're they're not sending their best, that doesn't necessarily mean that every single person crossing the border is a rapist, right? But this is what they turned it into. And so because they turned it into this and they had this lie, essentially, that they had to keep up that Donald Trump was this this horrible racist, um, they keep pushing this idea, you know, that, that this is what he meant and that, look, every single, in contrast to what he said, every single person that crosses the border is nice. Like, if you look at Jen Psaki's recent press interview, they keep pushing her on this idea of immigration like you know the immigration situation is really bad what are you guys doing about it like don't you think that what you're doing is terrible and all this kind of stuff and they're saying that you know you wanted your efforts to be more humanitarian but they're not more humanitarian they're actually worse and she keeps coming back with this these ideas that that uh so she she keeps responding with this with this rhetoric like uh oh what you think that we should larry over here don't be distracted by the helicopter. She's like a cat. Don't be don't be distracted by the helicopter. Pay attention to me. So so they they had this. Um, <laughs> she laughs because it's true. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, you're, are you not bright enough? Again, the least professional show on YouTube. It's sunset. <laughs> it is sunset. The sun is oh, going. Oh, see. Oh, you look better. You look better. I know, right? Well, she keeps she keeps coming out with this rhetoric like, uh, "So, what are you saying? What are you saying? We should send back children? You think we should send back children? You think we should hurt children?" Or, uh, or when they ask about, and somebody's like, "Well, they're not all children." She's like, "So what? You think that we should hurt families? You think we should send back families?" She likes to use the word "family" and she likes to use the word "children." When she's talking about immigration, because people are sympathetic to families. People what about using to... rapists, <laughs> drug dealers? Yeah, it would be nice if she would be honest about it. But And this is the whole point, right? The whole point is that the Biden administration wants to put this sort of sunshine and roses uh, uh, veneer on the the whole immigration thing. Like every single person that's crossing the border illegally is somehow this like upstanding citizen that just wants to help their family and it's just not true uh and we see it time and time again and we saw it with the with the people that were sending uh drugs and now we're seeing it with um uh with uh, and also terrorists we saw it with these terrorists coming over you know these people on the terrorist watch list and now we're seeing it with um 
these child abusers, uh, you know, it's just disturbing. It's disturbing. Look, it's not to say that every single person that crosses the border is bad, but with more people crossing the border, it gives cover to bad people who also want to cross the border. If you have no good people crossing the border, no decent people who are just trying to feed their family and do something uh, good for them themselves and their lives, if you if you don't have those people crossing over, it's much harder for the bad guys to cross over, the really bad guys. I mean, everybody who crosses the border is breaking the law, you know. But the real the real serious criminals, they they don't have an op. They you know they they have a much much fewer options to cross the border. It's much more difficult for them. They don't have the cover of these thousands and thousands of other people also crossing the border. All right. Okay, we uh, have a super chat with Kitty emoji. I could tell. I could tell. You get this look on your face Nico when you have Grico. a super chat, like you're uncomfortable. Like oh, you have to read something. I just here. Want, I'm just trying to find this. A little stop in your speech where I, I know, can say, Chris, we have, Chris, we have super chat. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to, I don't want to um, interrupt you because after live stream is over, he's going to beat me because I interrupted <laughs> You know, it's awful about that though. Actually, whenever you get that look on your face, like oh, we have a super chat or something, you kind of like, you know, and I get distracted and I kind of lose my train of thought. I'm trying to like quickly uh, express myself, but I, I, I get distracted. Anyway, sorry. Let's read the super chat. I said it's a cat emoji super chat. Oh, okay. But it's a super chat, <laughs> so I have to mention that. Okay. Uh, and Frank James, the left wanted Trump to have said racist things. Oh, they want, they want, not only do they want Trump to say racist things, they want the right to do racist things. They want this narrative to be true because if the narrative is true, then they're all heroes. Like, right? Look at this Trump. He, he, he's, he's doing such a racist thing. He is giving all of these black jobs. Black, black, black jobs. <laughs> What's a black job? That sounds sexual in some kind of vulgar Sorry. way. That's totally uh, inappropriate, all of those, Valeria. All of those uh, jobs for African-American in, in America. So uh, there is lower unemployment rate amongst black people. Yeah. Look how racist he is. He's not giving more jobs to white people. <laughs> Yes. Yes. I can say that was racist. Yeah. Well, look, I'll, I'll tell you what. So, so, th- just the other day we reported. I think it was yesterday. <laughs> what? What are you laughing uh, for? Blog jokes. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Uh, yeah, I was totally distracted by that. I'm going to be honest. I didn't hear anything else you said after that. I was just thinking about black jobs and how funny that was. So, but yesterday we were t- we were talking. What was the story we were talking about yesterday? Where oh, it was the ki- it was the kid. We ended up shooting a bunch of people, right? Tragic story. Kid, kid, you called him kid? He's like 20, 21, something like that. He's a kid to me. <laughs> well, I'm old, girl. Anyway, so so this guy, he, he ended up shooting all these uh, Asian chicks and I think one, a couple of, of, of white girls mm-hmm. or something. Um, but the left wants this to be a racist attack because they want to be able to, to fit it into this narrative that white people are racist. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually it's it's really twisted. It's really twisted. They refuse to perceive America as it is, which is at least with white people a non-racist country, an anti-racist country. Even like if you talk to that guy about what he thinks of Asians, he'll probably tell you, "I, I have no problem with Asians." You know, he he had a, a sex addiction and he, and he snapped. Right, he had this issue where he felt like these brothels uh, were contributing to this sex addiction problem that he had. And um, it's really funny. I actually read a news story that came up on my feed the other day. I didn't read the story. I read the headline. But it said something about how we're, we're, 
we have some kind of like racial sexual fetishes that are that 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 that's kind of like the reason for this problem of this guy shooting up these brothels is because we're sexualizing Asians or something like that. I'm I'm just like, what the hell are you talking about, lady? Like or guy or whoever wrote this stupid article. Like the left convolutes everything into this weird these weird theories about everything that that aren't actually true that aren't right in order to confuse people to make them think that there's some kind of systemic thing where the government is putting in place Asian brothels to sexualize Asian women or something like that. I don't know. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, for some reason, these brothels popped up where Asian women were offering these kinds of services, right? Um, Now, is it because white people are doing this, some kind of racist thing? Uh, I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that. My guess is that it's uh, an Asian business with Asian employees, um, you know, and it's an illegal business and it's a bit of a, a sick business, twisted business, but uh, it caters to a particular clientele, including guys like this. And uh, this guy maybe had a mental problem, maybe not, but whatever happened, he 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 snapped and he murdered some people, and it's terrible and it's tragic. But it has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with racism. Um, and the same thing with with Trump trying to run for president. You know, uh, he he recognizes something is a problem, and he mentions it. But they desperately want to make it into a racial issue. They want to point to it and say, well, this shows that the right is racist. They're constantly trying to find anything they can that can somehow support this fiction that they've created that, uh, that, that, that uh, especially conservatives, but white people generally, are, are racist. And it's, it's, it's not about reading what's happening in the world and coming to a conclusion about it. It's about having a, a hypothesis about the world and then trying to find evidence to support it um, so desperately that they're actually inventing uh, uh, evidence. They're they're actually twisting things to to create evidence, and uh, it's a it's a twisted way of looking at the world. It's it's a fantasy, uh, and the reason that they have this fantasy, I think, is so that they can feel as if they are they are heroes in some way. Like you can't be a hero unless there's a villain, right? Like, uh, I mean, unless you're talking about like a uh, like a cancer doctor. Cancer doctors are heroes. And the only villain is nature, biology, bad luck, uh, and that's a tough thing. Like it's a tough thing when there's no villain. You're you're not as you're not as clearly defined as a hero, and so they they want there to be this villain, that, that this villain of the white supremacist, the evil white Republican racist. Um, all right. So do we have one more story? Yes, we have. Okay. Let's go ahead and read this one more story. 75% of Americans of all ethnicities support voter ID. Right. Okay, I'm excited about this one because I, uh, I, I didn't actually know about this. I love this. So apparently it's not just white people or it's not just Republicans who support voter ID. It's like literally everyone. Who voted for Trump. No, everyone, even Democrats, support voter ID. Yeah. See, 75%, I'm sure, voted for Trump, and Biden got, like, 25%. (laughs) Yeah, that's possible. Let's see here. So the U.S. Senate considers legislation that would revamp America's election laws. Voters are still overwhelmed by uh, support. Sorry, overwhelmingly support. Okay, I read this totally wrong. As the U.S. Senate considers legislation that would revamp America's election laws, voters still overwhelmingly support laws that require voter uh requiring that voters show identification before casting a ballot i don't like that how that was written it was difficult to read for me 
but I'm I'm like I have the reading ability of like a six year old I think even though I'm a writer which is really funny. Um, so a new Rasmussen, uh, Ras- Rasmussen um, reports national telephone and online survey finds that 75% of likely U.S. voters believe that uh, voters should be required to show photo identification, such as a driver's license, before being allowed to vote. Only 21% are opposed to such a requirement. To see the survey, click here. Um, well, so here's the thing. It's not just so, like, okay, 89% of Republicans, 89% of Republicans, which is like, who are the 11 idiot Republicans out of every 100 who say, no, we shouldn't have voter ID requirements? Maybe they're just leftists pretending I to be Republicans. Know. It should be 110 That's probably, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. Um, as do 60% of Democrats and 77% of voters not affiliated with either major party. Uh, the survey of 1,000... U.S. likely voters was conducted on March 15th through uh, 14th through 15th, 2021, by Rasmussen reports. The margin of sampling error, blah 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 blah. Don't care. Um, Democrats have claimed that voter ID laws discriminate against Black voters and other minorities, but voters reject that claim by nearly two to one margin. Sixty percent say laws requiring photo identification at the polls don't discriminate. Sixty percent seems awfully low. Six, only 60% of people don't think that these laws discriminate. Of course they don't discriminate. Everybody has to show ID. It's not like... It doesn't make any sense. It's, just, it's a stupid idea that black people can't get ID. Like somehow whenever they go to the DMV, the DMV says, No, I can't give you an ID because you're black. It doesn't... It's, it, like what world do these people live DMV in? DMV is racist. Huh? DMV, DMV, yeah, DMV. all the black people that work at the DMV are racist against black people. I don't think. Anyway. All right. So, and 31 of voters say that these ID laws do discriminate. These, these, are the, these 31 people are the dumbest people in America. This is the percent of people that are morons in America. 31%. That's far higher than, than I would have uh, liked to believe. A majority of Democrats, 51, say voter ID laws are discriminatory. <laughs> yeah. That, this is how many Democrats are morons, everybody. And yeah, I don't think all Democrats are morons. I think some of them are just... I, well, I think I think some of them are evil, first of all. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a variety of reasons Democrats are Democrats. But 51% of them are idiots. All right. Well, 79% of Republicans... And, God, why is it 79%? 79% of Republicans say they're not discriminatory. That's that's that means twenty one percent of Republicans think that voter ID laws are discriminatory. That doesn't make any sense. That okay. So if all if if <clears throat> what was it? Eighty nine percent want voter ID laws, and only seventy nine percent believe they're not discriminatory. Then that means at least ten percent of Republicans think that they are discriminatory, but still think we should have them. So either they want them because they're discriminatory. Or they don't care that they're discriminatory, or they think that, yeah, it's a problem, but we need to have it anyway, or they're not sure if it's discriminatory, and but they think that they're important either way. I don't know. You, you, they're not discriminatory, okay? They're not discriminatory. It doesn't make any sense. We need voter ID. Every other country has voter ID law. Do they have voter ID law in, 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 in Russia to vote? Passport. You need a passport. Passport. That's a pretty strong ID, actually. 
Nope. We, uh, the only one document that we do, I mean, we have driver license in yep. Russia, but everywhere you have to show your passport. passport. That's your, that's your main ID. Yeah. Okay. So your passport. Main ID would be passport. Your passport, yeah. right. So our, 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 our primary ID in America usually is a driver's license or a state ID. Very few people have passports actually in America. You don't. I used to. <laughs> I lost it, but I, I'll, I'll go get another one. Let's see here. Uh, majority of whites, uh, 74%, uh, black, 69%, and other minorities, 82%. Huh, other minorities are actually smarter than white people and black people. About this, anyway. 82% of minorities say that voters should be required to show photo identification before being allowed to vote. 82% of minorities other than black people believe that. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love that. I love that number. Voters under 40 support the voter ID laws more than do older voters. After, wide, uh, okay, after widespread use of mail-in ballots during the last election, 39% of voters said mail-in voting led to unprecedented voter fraud, and 47% believe Democrats stole votes or destroyed pro-Trump ballots in several states to ensure that Biden would win. Um, yeah, that 47%... That, that, you know that's that's actually a um, an a, an average between Republicans and Democrats. Most Republicans, a huge majority of Republicans, believe that the that the um, election was stolen. But weirdly, a huge percent of Democrats also do. I think it's something like twenty percent. I can't remember. What was it? Twenty percent or thirty? Maybe twenty or thirty. I 30, can't remember. I think like thirty. Thirty percent, something like that. That is such a big number of Democrats to think that the election you know, was probably stolen. And yet they keep putting this out as if it's some kind of crazy conspiracy theory. If it's such a crazy conspiracy theory, why did Democrats believe it? They won. They won, supposedly. They're the no, side that... for YouTube algorithms, Biden won, election wasn't <laughs> yes. stolen. Yeah. Everything was... Yeah. Everything was totally legit, YouTube. Legit. Okay, uh, super chat from Frank James. Hold on, it's hold not... on, hold on. Do you see that? Valeria, should we just end the news? Are we done? I'm going to read Super Chat as soon as I get them. Because then I'm missing them. Yeah, but we're this is the last story. And we just finished it. So instead of jumping in with the Super Chat, let's just end the news. That's the news, ladies but and gentlemen. But you can talk forever. We're forever. done. We're done with the, with the After news. After we're done with the news. <laughs> then I don't know if the news is done or you just keep talking. <laughs> okay, the news is done. Let's move on to the question and answer segment. How about that? <laughs> Catch me outside. How Catch about me that? Outside. How about that? <laughs> okay, Frank James. Frank James. Not requiring ID for vote devalues the vote. It does. Well, it doesn't just devalue it. It um, it reduces the uh, the assurance that people have that the vote was fair. Right? People are less convinced. That the vote was fair. It's it's less transparent. It's well, it's not less transparent, but it's it's less. Uh, there's less certainty. There's less certainty in America about the validity of the election if you don't have voter ID. Just create a sense of fairness in America by by initiative. I mean, it doesn't make any sense not to. But anyway, keep reading. Anything else? Any any other interesting comments or questions? Uh, no other questions. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it was uh, we went a little bit long today, we but uh, 
should we should we just uh, end it here or i think we have to because it's been 82 minutes live well we have more people on now than ever oh hold on not requiring id for vote devalues the vote that was frank james yeah you've already read that um we have more people on now than ever before so if anybody else has a question or a comment, write My question just stopped. Toxic masculinity. And your questions just stopped? Yeah. Uh, no, there is a big food. Oh, oh, Otaku, Otaku Magnet has a very good suggestion. She goes, I have a solution. She or he. It's probably a he, actually. I don't know. Sorry. Sorry, dude. I don't know. I don't know what Otaku <laughs> Magnet is. Um, I have a solution. Waive all fees to abstain. Uh, to abstain. <laughs> to obtain state IDs. I think that's great. Everybody gets a free state ID. I actually think that's fine. Yeah, I think it's good. If you require an ID to vote, ID should be free. Love another, it. Another super chat. Otaku magnet, man or woman, you may you may be a genius. Jeffrey Adams, I always catch you at the end. Did Putin challenge Biden to a debate? <laughs> no, no, they just both called each other murderers, uh, which was it was the weakest. Okay, first of all, everybody knows Putin's a murderer. Okay, that's not even a question. And Biden, the you know, calling it takes one to know one. I mean, there was just such a weak, weak, weak back and forth. There is no, look, Trump didn't have, you know, a bunch of help from the Russians to win the first election. You know, there was no, they weren't, they weren't in bed together. Trump wasn't. Trump wasn't controlled by the Russians. None of that was true. So the Dem but the Democrats are just pretending. It's all political theater. That's that's what we said earlier, um, and I think it's true. Jesus is God says thank you for the show. Well, thank you for watching the show. Jesus is God. She really needs to change her tagline or her uh, handle on here because Jesus is God uh, may be true, but it's a weird thing to say as somebody's name. <laughs> it's very strange. Let's see here. Jeff Bale, 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 maybe Bale, Yep. How do you feel about Trump saying he might not run if that bill passes for mass mailing votes? Uh, I think that that is um, that's very telling as to how rigged an election would become if it's so rigged that a Republican. What if we will just not run anyone from the Republican side? Like whatever. Then the Democrats would just stay in power. I mean, we've got to do something. But look, it's I think it's hard gonna... to do something when there was er, Democrats everywhere. Yeah, I mean, they, they've if they if they put mail-in voting everywhere before 2022, we're never going to win any of the Senate votes. We're never going to Senate. Oh, do we have another election? Yeah, we have what they call midterms, mm. and uh, so we're going to have uh, we're going to have a chance to take back the de the House and the Senate. But the thing is, if they're if they're just cheating, 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 and we you know we never win again, then it's it is frustrating. You know we got to try. Need, now we need to start cheating. No, what we need to do is we need to win so big that the cheating doesn't work. We need to overwhelmingly destroy the Democrats in twenty twenty two. Then yeah. just stop doing everything. Let the Biden destroy the country, not the Biden. Whoever is the Biden, you're so adorable. The Biden. Exactly, the Biden. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the, the, the puppets that control. Yeah. Biden. Well, look, if they if they destroy the country, I think by twenty twenty four, if the country bring is... all illegal immigrants, take all of the Americans' yeah. jobs, yeah. do this. Yeah. If, if they destroy the country class. enough that everybody realizes that they've they've fouled up and and we can't win through 
a proper election, I think there will probably be something like a military coup. I think the military will probably take over the government and install somebody um, who can appropriately get the country back on track. Um, if it gets bad enough, I think that could happen. I think that's a possibility. That's what, that's what probably should happen because otherwise how people are going to see? How are they going to open their eyes? No. <laughs> this guy, Paul Meadow, paratrooper writes, now we need to start cheating. And now we, and now we know for sure how Russia got the way that it is. <laughs> no, darling, you can't, you can't fight cheating with cheating. You, you can't fight cheating with you cheating. You can. You have the big, you have, you have to be bigger. Bring all the Russians here. <laughs> Ukrainians, Russians, bring all there. All of them. You know, Valeria, we don't want to become Russia. We don't want to become Russia. We don't want to have every, you know, police taking bribes in every city. In, you know, in all Russians who come here, they do not want to live in Russia. Um, so that's my tell you something. All Russians want to move here. They don't want to live in Russia. Is that what you said? Yeah, we don't want to be. This is why majority of Russian people, Slovenian, Ukrainian, Belarusian, whatever, they are for the Biden. For the Oh my gosh, sorry. Against Biden. Yeah. Against. They don't want this, this place to turn into Russia. Right, but but turning into Russia would only be hastened by cheating. On that side, I mean, you you can't say, oh, let's just cheat once and then and then after that, we'll we won't cheat ever again. I I, I don't I don't believe that works. Just one one time. In 2024. <laughs> no. No. This is why I'm the husband and she's the wife. I lay down the law. Okay. Okay. Uh, Russia's not so bad. Have you seen there are women, says Frank James. <laughs> I have seen there are women, actually. Uh, every single day, in fact. Let's see here. Um not military, militia, says Cads Potter. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm not so sure about that. I actually think that there could be a military coup um, from within the military, um, not just a, a, a militia coup. A militia coup would be dangerous because you would have the military fighting the militias, and I don't know if that would go well for the militias because the military is a lot bigger, uh, with a lot bigger, bigger arsenal. Um... Let's see here. <laughs> Kiwana Hurt says that uh, they love it when Valeria calls Biden the Biden. I love it too. It's like my favorite thing about the show. Um, somebody wants the Aston cam. Uh, Jesus is God wants the Aston cam. He's Frank sleeping. James said somebody tried to catfish him. Who tried to catfish you? A Russian? Let's see here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they mentioned that. He mentioned that in a previous um, video. I don't understand. What is it? Uh, catfishing means that you go on like a dating app or something and you pretend to be somebody you're not. So you pretend to be a hot girl and you're actually like, you know, mm -hmm. a fat 50-year-old man. Um, but um, I, I'm not so sure that's that's necessarily... If you, if you got a Russian girl that's doing it, sometimes they just want to somebody to... Because some some guys are like, oh, I, I was I know I was catfished because I'm not that good looking. I know I know no girl that that beautiful would go, go go for me. But actually, some sometimes the Russian girls will go for a guy that that you know isn't the best looking guy in the world because he's American and they can get a visa to come over here. That's what happened with us. No, it's not. Valerian's <laughs> giving it dirty look. I wish. <laughs> then I wouldn't be stuck here for five years without 
uh, without the uh, right to leave the country and come back. I'm still fighting for my immigration stuff. Yeah, we're going stuff. through the immigration stuff. It's, yeah, it's I wish you could, you could take me from Russia. I would be already a citizen. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not how uh, how it went with us. But uh, yeah, I don't know why our immigration situation is so so frustrating. I've always thought that people who have similar Nick uh, Patnaud says that he got skipped. Oh, he did get skipped. Yeah, well, I was focused on that Frank thing. It wasn't a super chat. You just gave me an at. Let's see here. Uh, would you consider reading books? You and Val. Would love to hear the two, uh, you two give your take on books like The Redemption of uh, Athalus, Althalus, Althalus, uh, by David and Lee Eddings. Okay, so here's the thing about me and books. I, I don't read a lot of books. I do read some. I mean, I like, I have, what do I have here? Oh, I have like Profiles in Corruption by Peter Schweitzer right here. I have, what else do I have? I mean, I have books all over the place. I have some James Bond books over there. Uh, 1984. Uh, I got a whole bookshelf full of books. But I don't, I'm not really a, a fast reader when it comes to books. Like just sitting down and like in, in, engrossing myself in a book for for a couple of hours and, and getting through it. It literally will take me weeks to read through a book. And I don't really understand why. Um, because I'm a pretty fast reader. But when it comes to like a something in book form... I tend to get distracted very easily. Uh, I, I either start thinking about other things, or if the book's really good, um, the book inspires thoughts, and it's very hard for me to read a book all the way through. So I read things in in snippets. I don't tend to read read full books, full novels, or yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's an issue that I have. Uh, it's a I don't know. Maybe it's a learning disability that I'm un- like, hasn't been diagnosed or something. I don't know. Um... Are we done? Have you read the Michael Knowles book? It's called something like Reason to Vote Democrat. Reasons to Vote Democrat. I would like you to read that one. Well, thank you, uh, Jeff Beal. I'll, I'll check that out, actually. Michael Knowles is a pretty smart guy. Even though I think he, I think when I came up with my uh, Brains Behind AOC video, he made a video saying, this is not a big deal. And I was like, yes, it is. <laughs> uh, but no, I don't have any ill will toward him. He's a, he's a very smart guy. Let's see here. Uh, the Pork Chop Times writes, I like reading picture books. <laughs> <laughs> picture books are the best because they're little snippets, right? Little captions under the pictures. That's all you got to read. Uh, have they have they already talked about the Putin Biden debate challenge? Now, so somebody else mentioned that. Is there some kind of debate challenge? I thought one of them just called the other one a, a murderer, and the other one said takes one to no one, and then that's it. Okay, so Valeria, if there was a debate between Vladimir Putin and the uh, and- Biden. And and the Biden, yeah. Uh, who do you think would come out on top? Putin. <laughs> yeah, Putin would obliterate Biden. There will never be a debate between Putin and Biden. That is ridiculous. And when have you ever heard of two world leaders debating anyway? That's a bizarre concept. Of course, that would never happen. Um, <sighs> but look, Biden isn't president, guys. Biden is not president. I don't know who's president. I don't know who's running the show. But it's not Biden. Biden is just a figurehead. Biden is the president technically, but he's not the president in practice. He's just some guy who got put in a position of power who can't actually function in that position, and so a bunch of other people are controlling him. Who that is, I'm not sure. I'm still looking into it. Um, I'm doing a bunch of research into that. I've been researching a lot of different people uh, on that front. 
and I'll come out with a comprehensive report soon, uh, hopefully soon. Um, but I keep getting distracted from, from it for, for other projects, but hopefully I'll have some time to get into it. Um, but anyway, I think that's good for our show today. What do you think, darling? Yeah, that's been one hour, 36 minutes. I know. We went a little long today, but it was a fun day. Uh, I really appreciate everybody who's watching, and uh, we will see you tomorrow. The last day of the week, Friday. Friday. And yep, then the weekend. That's right. The much-needed weekend. What's that? I said that's right. Okay. All right. You want to say goodbye? Good night. Good night, everybody. And uh, we will see you tomorrow. Toxic masculinity.